Once again. Beautiful music. We have uh, today guest speaker from PWSND, uh, which is a short form of Presbyterian World Service and Development. Uh, it is an arm of our uh, denomination, uh, which does uh, helping people uh, who are in need. So uh, today we are especially collecting a special offering for Malawi, uh, affected by the uh, cyclone Edai and all that. So uh, he will uh, come out, uh, Reverend John Bannerman. He's a, a senior pastor at uh, Chalmers Presbyterian Church in London. And he uh, spoke to us at uh, KSM service too. So let us welcome him and listen to his message. So let us welcome <laughs> Reverend John Bannerman. It is, uh, it's just wonderful to, uh, to be here to worship God together with, uh, with all of you. Uh, what, a, what a rich uh, and, and beautiful morning I've already enjoyed. And, and the music, you're, you're singing, the instrumentalists, the choir, um, as you lift your voices in, in song and praise to God. It is just so wonderful. So I want to thank you for your, your welcome and your invitation. Um, also for the hospitality, I was enjoying some delicious, a little bit hot, uh, but delicious food uh, between the two worship services, and um, a real delight to, to be here um, to, uh, to worship and to share with you. I, I want to, uh, I, I, want to uh, I guess, give a message, preach a, a sermon, yes, but also include some stories or, or some information about Presbyterian World Service and development, so... I hope with the help of a few slides and, and a bit more information uh, in a few minutes, you'll, you'll also have a, a slightly better sense of what PWSND is all about. But essentially, I also want to proclaim, um, proclaim the word. And I'll be working from Exodus 16, but I'll also be drawing from uh, the Gospel of John chapter 6. Uh, the story of Jesus uh, feeding the, the 5,000 and, and multiplying the, the loaves and the fishes. I'll begin, though, with, with the, the book of Exodus and with the, the reading you just uh, heard moments ago. Um, the, the, the people of God, the Israelites, were, were, were out in the wilderness. They were wandering through the wilderness. And, and at this particular point on their journey, they began to complain. And their complaint sounded something like this. At least in Egypt, we had our fill of bread. Out here in the wilderness, we are starving to death. As someone said, a food crisis then became a crisis of faith. And yet somehow God's word and God's actions combined to proclaim, I will provide, says the Lord. God nevertheless provided for God's people. The quail and the manna will be a sign of the Lord's care for his people. Then you shall know that I am the Lord your God, the Bible says. As one writer put it, they will know provision instead of poverty and food instead of famine. And so will we. 
we will know God's providence. We will know God's care. We know that God provides. God bestows blessing upon blessing. Do we have eyes to see, ears to hear, spirits to discern the presence and the provision of the living God? I firmly believe that this account of the manna being given to God's people is not to be relegated to the past. The God of the Exodus, the God of Moses and Miriam, the God of the burning bush, the God who rained manna from heaven is the living God, the God of yesterday, the God of today, and the God of tomorrow, the God who provides for us on the journey of faith. Just share a brief story. It's a very uh, mundane story in a way, and yet not. A, a distraught single parent came to the church office seeking help, seeking financial assistance for a, a down payment, a deposit for her apartment. She had a child, she had a new job, but she still needed some assistance. The congregation that that she approached could help but only help a little bit and so other congregations in the community were urged to participate to support her and the local church asked her to call back the very next week just to give them an update on on how things were going how did it work out well the good news is a, a number of churches came through they did support and help her and in response, this young mother, this young woman said, God provided. God provided. The book of Exodus knows God in, in plague and pestilence, burning bush and mountain cloud, water from the rock and manna from heaven. Praise God. In events and experiences, in words and wonders, in deeds and in daily duties, God provided, and friends, I believe God still provides out of God's abundant love. There's a commentator, a biblical commentator on the book of Exodus. His name is Terence Fretheim, and he says, and he wrote, The people of God do not live by bread alone, but they cannot live without bread either. The increasing gap between rich and poor in modern societies is certainly in part due to the hoarding of manna. And he continues, The world of God's creation, including the distribution of food resources, is to be so structured that those who gather little have no lack. I heard Doug Meeks, uh, a theologian in the States, speak several years ago. And he asked this question. Uh, Doug Meeks posed this question. He asked, who is God? That's a big question. Who is God? And this is what he said in response. God is the giver of bread. Who is God, we ask. God is the giver of bread. This this loaf of bread that I brought with me today from London, Ontario is a gift from God. Smells pretty good too. I guess it's still pretty fresh. It's a gift from God. The Bible says that God is the giver of every good 
and perfect gift. If we think about it, all that we have and all that we are are gifts from our creator, redeemer, sustainer God. We remember God's provision of manna from heaven for God's people as they, in a way, as we wandered in the wilderness. And I say today, praise God who still provides for us on the way on the way of Jesus the Christ. With, with the gift of bread in hand, both, both figuratively and literally, we praise God from whom all blessings flow. Today in this worship time, we celebrate the faithfulness of the God who provides. If the first two slides can be brought up for the, the PWS selection, I'm only showing a few slides just to illustrate and to underline what I'm saying. Trusting in God's providence and in God's promise of abundant life in Christ, we can be bold in our witness and generous in our living and in our giving. Now, I haven't read from the Gospel of John chapter 6, but... I'm going to refer to it when Jesus fed the 5,000. Sometimes we're like the disciple Andrew. He sees five barley loaves and two fish. And he looks out over a crowd of 5,000 hungry people. And he asks a question that I might ask, maybe you would ask. What are they, what are these meager gifts among so many? Loaves and fish, five loaves, two fish. What is that amongst 5,000 hungry people? It, it makes me think of other questions we could ask. What, what are the resources of the people of the Presbyterian Church in Canada? in the face of extreme and unacceptable levels of global hunger and poverty. What about your resources? What are the resources of God's people here at St. Timothy Church in the face of all the needs and challenges in Toronto and beyond? What are five loaves and two fish in the hands of Jesus the Christ? Well, according to the gospel writer, according to John 6, Jesus takes the bread, and what does he do? He gives thanks to God, and he breaks the bread and distributes the bread and the fish to the hungry crowd of people. To me, that sounds a lot like Holy Communion. What happens next in John 6? God mysteriously, miraculously multiplies the gift and the people are fed. God multiplies the gift and there is enough for all with bread left over. Twelve baskets full. God's love, God's provision is from God's abundance. And we say thanks be to God. With our abiding trust in God, the giver of bread, the one who provides in abundance, and with God's call on our hearts to share our bread, our gifts, our resources, we too can participate in the mystery 
of God's multiplication, divine multiplication. Consider that this day. The work of Presbyterian World Service and development is rooted and grounded in the God who rains manna from heaven, the God who provides in abundance, and the God who multiplies our gifts. Now, I've just taken part in my second meeting of the Presbyterian World Service and Development Committee. It's a committee that has representatives of our church from from all across Canada. I attended my first meeting last, uh, last year in October in Montreal, and I was only able to go to day one, uh, the meeting on, on Friday at our church office. But I'm, I'm learning so much about the relief and development work of our church, important work, vital work, exciting work that our, our church and our partners are doing in various parts of the world. It's been a, just a, a wonderful experience so far. And I just want to draw your attention. I'm delighted that you're already supporting the special offering for Malawi. And you can read more on the the bulletin insert that I believe is in front of you or is available at least. Um, In response to the devastating impact of, of Cyclone Idai in Malawi and in Mozambique and also in Zimbabwe. Truly devastating if you've been following the news, if you've been seeing any of the pictures or, or hearing any of the stories. And, and our church is stepping up. We're uh, going to offer ourselves our gifts and in, trust God to multiply our gifts. And the government of Canada is participating by even matching the gifts that we give, at least up until um, a week from today, next Sunday. April 14th. So please consider this, uh, take this information with you. Um, I'm no expert on the work of PWSND, but, but I would be more than delighted to speak with any or all of you after the service if you have, have ideas or, or questions or suggestions for uh, this important work that we do together. And I just want to make one other mention. Um, th- Presbyterian World Service and Development is is seeking in every congregation across our church a PWSND champion, uh, someone who has a passion for relief and development work done in the name of Christ and, and who would be prepared to represent and advocate for the work of PWSND right here at St. Timothy Church. Perhaps you already have one or more people actively participating in this. But if not, PWS is seeking a a champion for change, someone who can champion this work here um, here at St. Timothy's. And I'll I'll actually leave this with you as well as a source of information. And and more information is also available on the uh, PWSND website. I'm really enjoying my participation on the committee and and these occasional opportunities to talk a little bit about the work of Presbyterian World Service and development. Um, If if the other set of slides could be brought up at this point, I'm just going to share one uh, one anecdote, one uh, story in in effect from Malawi um, that really raises up for us the importance of what's called conservation agriculture. Now, this is taken from the PWSND website, and it says, small changes are making big improvements in the lives of small-scale farmers around the world. 
support for PWSD's agriculture programs provide farmers with seeds, tools, fertilizer, and training in innovative and sustainable farming practices. There's a particular story I want to highlight, and it's from uh, a farmer, a woman in Malawi. Her name is Dolly Nirongo. For her, getting the chance to practice conservation agriculture was a dream come true. Faced as she was with poor rainfall and subsequent food shortages, Dolly Azzi was anxious to try the sustainable farming technique that would help her soil retain moisture. When a PWSD supported conservation agriculture project started in her village, she was the very first one to sign up. With time, Dolly Azzi's small conservation agriculture plot boasted almost as much maize as an entire acre of her land harvested the more traditional way. An amazing result. To Dolly Azy, the transformation of her dry parcel of land in Malawi, Africa was, in her words, just like magic. From, from that moment, she knew that her method of farming had changed forever and for the good. In the name of Jesus the Christ, we thank God who provides in abundance and who invites us to participate in the miracle and the mystery of divine multiplication as we do God's work together. The last set of slides will, will just um, remind us a bit more of the work of PWSD. We dedicate ourselves, and perhaps we dedicate ourselves afresh to share our bread as God multiplies our gifts through Presbyterian world service and development and through mission-minded congregations like St. Timothy Presbyterian Church right here in Toronto. And I say with you, thanks be to God. Thanks be to God the giver of bread. We pray through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And I want to thank you for this opportunity to be with you and again to share with you and to participate in God's mission together. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord watch over you and may the Lord give you grace and peace today and in all the days to come. And God's people said, Amen.